smartcast you are listening to health shots brought to you by hd smartcast pregnancy and parenthood these are the two choices we make for life for some of us it's a smooth ride for the rest of us it's sometimes even difficult to just begin regardless we find it worth our while so much so that we opt for all kinds of fertility treatments one of the most notable being ivf so to make it a little easier at least at the beginning we bring to you this podcast ask the ivf expert is brought to you by parents of fertility powered by merck i'm your host deepthi ahuja and i will interview ivf experts from all over india to cover all sorts of questions you my dear would be parent might have in mind so are you ready to embark on your parenthood journey with fertility experts here we go IVF is a long drawn procedure and let's be honest it is as mentally taxing as it is physically challenging also taking into account that each couple is different and so are their needs the end results could vary drastically so how can you as a couple opting for an IVF treatment manage your mental well-being and expectations Let's find out in this episode. To lend her expertise and over 15 years of experience, we have with us Dr. Neelam Bhise. Dr. Bhise is senior gynecologist, IVF specialist and director of fertility at Acme Hospital Chembur, Mumbai. Hi Dr. Neelam, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Dipti. Thank you for having me over here. The pleasure is all mine. Uh, so far, Dr. Neelam, we've talked about how people can plan their IVF treatment. We've spoken about how a female partner can prepare her body before undergoing the IVF process, and we've also spoken about the things that a couple needs uh, to keep in mind during the cycle. But the impact it can have on mental and emotional health is rarely addressed, especially in our country, in India. Uh, so, how does the lack of awareness of the impact on mental health with respect to you know ivf treatments affect the final result of any procedure so your question is mostly about the final outcomes of ivf that is every couple who wants to plan for a baby they usually look at having a healthy outcome of their pregnancy it's a 9 month journey yes so for any couple to have a healthy baby and a new family member in their life and extending a family they would want the best for their life of course the most important thing a couple really forgets to address is when a lady's metabolism is at the best metabolism is mostly about health uh, mm-hmm. the body weight the blood pressure of course the medical conditions along with that the mental stress levels and anxieties if right. this everything is in a well balanced condition the pregnancy even if it is a naturally conceived pregnancy or an ivf pregnancy would have a better outcome if the lady is in a metabolically healthy condition so what happens dipti is when they are, the couple actually naturally conceives they uh, don't have any uh, you know anticipated stress or anxiety Mm-hmm. but most of the times couples who are going for fertility treatments are having their uh, pre existing uh, conditions uh, let's say consider pcod mm-hmm. so uh, a simple pcod is not only delayed periods pcod can have lot of body image issues because pcod is a hormonal condition the hormonal imbalance 
it mm-hmm. causes unwanted hair at unwanted places right and it really really uh, usually impacts the girls uh, right from adolescence till the time they are into reproductive age and they are having a lot of lack of self esteem depression and this finally when they go for fertility treatments it's carried forward in the fertility treatments oh. so it hugely hugely impacts the pregnancy rates and we usually try to address and optimize the pregnancy outcomes by looking at the mental health of a woman and of course husband when uh-huh. we are starting uh-huh. our treatments right so uh, to further you know this conversation uh, dr neelam uh, what is the role of an ivf counselor or even mental health practitioners in the management of uh, patients with infertility what can a couple expect out of counseling sessions so when it comes to counseling uh, how i usually look at it is when a couple needs to go for an ivf okay so sometimes the there is pre existing stress and depression or but when i see a couple as a couple when we look at uh, their planning of pregnancy first most important factor for me is optimize their well being optimize their health get their hormones and their mindset in a balance so that the final outcome will be good so when i see a couple uh, we usually make uh, notes about the counseling points which a couple would need i will simplify that for you how i would look at if i am looking at a lady who is having a bad eating habits her body mass index is not good her sleeping mm. habits are not good mm. or the emotional stress is not only the health and hormones emotional stress can be about financial unpreparedness emotional stress can be about religious aspects in related to fertility because they feel it right. is an artificially achieved pregnancy hmm. so we have to find the point of stress of a particular couple the point of stress can be their own uh, interpersonal relationship uh, marriages may not be very stable the hmm. point of stress can be work stress the point of stress can be the health stress as we discussed the point of stress can be the finances the point of stress can be religion so we have to give our notes to the counselor about what kind of stress a couple we are looking at having hmm. and then the counselor will look at addressing because we are not doing a superficial counseling we are trying to address the problem of a couple so whoever is sitting in front of you across the table we have to look at what is their point what is the point they are having trouble in terms of you know going for uh, fertility and whatever whether it is religion issue whether it is health issue whether it is eating habits we address and we tell the couple that this is your point which you need to optimize and then we send the couple to the counselor our counselors are clinical psychologists so the clinical psychologists usually uh, break the ice they break the bridge mm. the gap between the communication they mm. try to um, listen to the couple give the clinical inputs to the doctor usually in particular in ivf the psychological or uh, counselor's part is not alone it is always part taken care by the clinical psychologist and the part taken by the clinician and okay. we have to work like a team with the counselor that yeah. okay this is what the discussion has happened the person is talking about some religious aspect whether this is natural pregnancy or ivf is an artificial pregnancy mm-hmm. and then the answer has to come from the clinician that really builds up a confidence in a couple who is going for fertility treatment 
Right. Interesting. Um, I had another uh, question regarding this. So say, for example, uh, you know, if, um, you know, someone is suffering from an eating disorder or even when it comes to sexual health or financial uh, issues, you know, I mean, men could also suffer from erectile dysfunction, right? And that could connect to mental health issues as well. Yes, yes. Um, so I'm just wondering that just in case uh, something deep seated uh, comes across, are they recommended for further, like, you know, individual therapy or is it just uh, pertaining to the uh, IVF procedure and what can go on over there? Because so, yeah. uh, the, the approach which we do is to screen out superficial uh, problems, like maybe not very deep rooted problems, which mm. can be counseled and which can be tackled. And then the if the anxiety, see, sometimes patients do have anxiety just because they have anticipation of a negative result. Right. So, whatever you do and see, unless you say that word, that okay, are you worried for a negative result? Then the couple says, yeah, I'm scared that I do so much of effort. I do my egg retrieval and go for an embryo transfer. But what if I fail? Hmm. So, then we I counsel them that way. That key, uh, the, the choice of IVF is not a, you know, a primary choice. When we go for an IVF, we already, always, always make sure that the natural pregnancy chances are less and then only we counsel a couple to go for an IVF. Hmm. So, IVF is just a technology. So, if we address the patient's problem, we can uh, definitely make them mentally more prepared. But as right. you say, Dipti, there are some deep-rooted problems. Hmm. The deep-rooted problems can be somebody having a uh, pre-existing depression mm. or maybe somebody is having very bad eating habits like there are mm. two conditions where this one is anorexia nervosa and the other is bulimia right so that is uh, something which is like you uh, tend to the woman is having self body image that she is very obese and actually she is on a leaner side and they they tend to eat less mm. so in these conditions of course, we have to have a uh, deep uh, psychiatrist or a counseling session and we have to treat that existing conditions and then take them for an IVF. Yeah. Uh, but most of the times when a couple is very well prepared by a clinician and a counsellor, yeah. almost 90% of times they don't need a deep-rooted uh, counselling, deep counselling. That's would, so good uh, to know. Understand. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now, considering, I mean, and coming back to, you know, uh, regular issues, issues regarding uh, IVF procedure, anxiety regarding uh, all of that, there are so many questions at every step. And this is so new for anyone who's, you know, undergoing it, the level of stress, anxiety, anticipation, it just peaks every time. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Neelam, how much time should a couple spend with their fertility counselor? How much? I mean, of course, nine months to hey, but yeah. uh, is there... No, what I would suggest, you know, what uh, you said in the first part, hmm. to all the couples who are planning for pregnancy, uh, I would say, uh, see, if you follow the data from early 2000, there used to be like books written by couples who have gone for fertility and the books used to be titled as empty wombs and aching heart and it used to be very stressful because the technology was new the experience and expertise in the technology was also developing the IVF had started in this generation before that 100 generations there was no IVF but the problems were also less but now technology has taken over in almost every field of our life. 
Now, uh, the couple who is not conceiving, if we have seen from last uh, eight to ten years, we have got very very simplified protocols for IVF. Hmm. We've got so much good technology. So, uh, anxiety related to IVF can be addressed very nicely by an experienced clinician because right. we know how we have to. Like it is kind of if a driver knows the path, uh, it will make the passengers. comfortable the, the driver will tell that basically okay, google maps <laughs> yeah. yeah so if you are going to have suppose somebody tells you that okay you have good egg reserve or you have less egg reserve suppose there are two conditions right some women who have good egg reserve or pcod and they have suppose tubal blockages and they are uh, having some uh, pelvic infection and they are going for for ivf hmm. or somebody who has age Uh, on their like you know um, not in a favor and they are looking at pre- pregnancy uh, beyond 37 38 and their eggs are less so mm. when we know that this is a pre existing condition a doctor can tell them properly that okay you have good egg reserve but your in, like uterus might not be very well prepared so we have to do one cycle egg retrieval make the embryos freeze the embryos wait for a good month optimize the health I'm going right. to talk something about epigenetics also at the end of the discussion. Sure, sure. It's about family members, but how to optimize and when the endometrium is very well prepared, go for an embryo transfer. In mm. these, if I tell a couple and lady that they don't have to, you know, resign from the work, they don't have to take leaves. It's mm. all daycare. They can come in the mornings and you know take the shot and go to office. Only one day of leave when the egg retrieval is done. Then we freeze the embryos. Then the next period will come. Then we have to wait for a month to optimize everything. And then again, just as a natural pregnancy, after the period, within fifteen days, we will do an embryo transfer. The couple right. would know what to expect. They will, uh, you know, plan and adjust their lifestyle according to that. Right. And they will always be best team members for achieving their pregnancy because right. I know what I want from them. And then right. that way, it is become it becomes very easy. So basically, what you're saying is that uh, while the mental health is managed by you know the counselors, the management, the actual management, the execution, uh, you know, the flow of it all is managed by the clinician. Yes, right? and you know, there's lot of stress and anxiety is um, curtailed at the start of the treatment only when right. you go give them a the expectation picture. management is something that yes, a clinician. Yes, and that is what we usually in a clinical terms what we see is. protocol management team mm. development chalking down the the positive points of a couple like somebody is healthy and the uterus is not healthy or somebody is like you know uh, uterus is good eggs are less so we mm. we chalk down the problem and then with the couple we sit together and then we decide the plan we tell them to gather the information about the diagnosis which we have given to them and then in the next sitting come with the list of uh, questions they have and address all the questions so uh, for a good result i usually feel that the person should not have any emotional stress it's very important for a ivf consultant to have a very relaxed mindset of a lady who is going to get pregnant right it's it's actually i mean i'm loving how you're explaining the whole thing you know the entire procedure the structure it's so well thought out it's so logical it's so rational 
but uh, sometimes anxiety is not really rational <laughs> so uh, you know and it goes beyond uh, the lot no matter yeah, how yeah. logical no matter how planned out things are anxiety still can affect us uh, yeah. so what's your take on the effectiveness of psycho social uh, you know counseling interventions for first time ivf couples um, yeah. especially in your experience in your 15 years of experience so, what has your you know yeah. uh, Uh, in all what happens is there are two uh, sort of uh, families psychosocial issues they can have hmm. first is nuclear families work stress and interpersonal adjustment issues hmm uh it can be uh, with a very uh, you know very highly placed uh, suppose when uh, ceo is there and who is very very alcoholic they can also have some uh, uh, you know communication issues which we need to you know respectfully address right and uh, the issues can be with a nuclear family who is not very interactive mm-hmm. the other psychosocial issues are with families who are having joint families and there there uh, you know lot of people around in laws or there are lot of people who are having pregnancies and they get some something called a peer pressure peer like pressure my, yeah. my sister got pregnancy and yeah. i am not getting somebody yeah. so these all these all issues are uh, important day in day out issues we cannot just label to a psychologist or counselor to address these issues we have to look at a couple and guide them that okay, okay this is how you are looking at your life and you have to plan them mm-hmm. so what i tell them is there has to be something more considering about epigenetics mm-hmm. now you will ask me what is epigenetics yeah. to know psychology right yeah so epigenetics and genetics are two important factors of uh, having a child Hmm. so everybody would want to have a genetically normal child and that is a doctor's perspective to look into to look at their genetic history and you know uh, uh, try to give them a healthy and not have any abnormality in the baby so this is genetic but epigenetic is mostly about when somebody is getting pregnant their uh, sleeping habits their eating habit their um, sedentary lifestyle suppose there are animal models so sometimes if we see in animal models they do studies about epigenetics suppose there are two people who are getting pregnant simultaneously hmm. one is having a sedentary lifestyle uh, he is having thyroid issues is which hmm. is not corrected is eating junk food is not eat, sleeping on time they will also have a pregnancy the baby will be genetically normal but the baby can have lot of uh, childhood obesity childhood constipation childhood adjustment issues Mm-hmm. as compared to the other person who is having a very good lifestyle good sleeping habits mentally relaxed mindset now both pregnancies whether they are coming naturally or we are fertilizing the egg outside and putting the embryo inside will not make any difference ivf is just a matter of getting the embryo in the womb if the mm-hmm. pregnancy is not coming naturally we are just helping the couple to have the pregnancy fertilize outside and put the pregnancy in the womb Hmm. but for 9 months psychologically if the person is not stressed and not is well prepared to under they are taking it as a scientific step and not as an emotional aspect they do it as a technological advance or assistance to get pregnancy they will do the pregnancy so comfortably we don't tell any of the our patients to take bed rest we don't take, tell any of our patients to be you know on complete bed rest all medication they can right. work they can go for pregnancy as long as the health is maintained hmm. and um, i think psychological uh, aspect is most important aspect of um, ivf planning 
Right. I'm I'm glad you said that. Uh, a lot of times, and family uh, members, of course, they also need to be well aware that we are not doing any artificial uh, pregnancy here. We are just assisting. It is like sometimes I tell to a very normal couple or maybe family members who are old. Suppose huh. somebody's uh, grand, uh, like mother-in-law comes in. Yeah, we that is nurses of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we explain them, suppose somebody gets a heart attack hmm. and their blood vessel is blocked. What a doctor does, they try to open it by angioplasty. If it is not opening, we put a bypass. Yes. So the blood comes to the heart properly and the person's life is saved. So mm. same way, the pregnancy has to reach the mother's womb. If mm. it is not naturally getting fertilized, all we are doing is just to fertilize it in the lab and put it back in the womb. Mm. But it's like more than heart, it's more about having a family and the life has to you know, generate in that womb. So right. if we give complete support to the woman who is going to carry the pregnancy, her hormones will be more synchronized and she will Family. she will have a life, uh, you know, from her womb. She will that, give uh, birth to a life in her womb. So it has to be very, very, uh, you know, what we say, very harmonious environment to have a pregnancy. Whether it is natural or IVF does not matter. That makes a lot of sense. But, you know, during the uh, entire IVF procedure also, I'm sure there are several hormonal changes that a woman goes through. And then both partners also deal with fatigue uh, during, uh, you know, the procedure. What are the signs that a spouse can look for so that their, you know, emotional well-being is addressed in that particular moment? Uh, when a lady is going through procedure of IVF, Hmm. There are steps. She goes through first uh, uh, health preparation and then the, um, you know, egg retrieval. And then the next or next month, she they go for a frozen embryo transfer. Right. So throughout this procedure, uh, the women's hormonal balance has to be maintained. That will really ensure good results. Hmm. So for that, uh, most of the times husbands do say that, you know, the wife is going through a lot of treatments and... Uh, She's going through a lot and, you know, there is nothing much I can help with. But to the contrary, there is a lot of role, not only husband, but all family members can play. Most importantly, they have to understand is uh, if somebody is going to have pregnancy, it is just what we are as a fertility doctors doing is assisting them to unite the egg and the sperm. And uh, as naturally the pregnancy should come in the uterus, we are just going to put the embryo back in the uterus. But a menstrual cycle normalcy, the health normalcy will give a good implantation in the body. Mm. So husbands can usually try to reduce the social burden, familial pressures, uh, make a support system. Watch if the woman is going through stress, that uh, not sleeping on time, Hmm. Uh, eating disorders, uh, hmm. lack of exercise or outbursts of anger and emotions. They right. have to be very kind to understand that uh, it takes a lot of uh, time to accept for a woman to go for fertility treatments. Nobody would go for fertility treatments without you know accepting that there is a problem and they go for fertility treatments. So there can be some adjustment issues, anxieties. Hmm. And of course, as uh, they read more and more about IVF, sometimes they feel that the IVF success cycles, you know, they will need more cycles or they will need more attempts. And uh, there is a social financial pressure also. 
so uh, as a spouse they can look for the signs when they feel that the woman is not in a right frame of uh, health and mental preparation and they can always give us inputs about if they feel that the woman needs more psychological counseling we can um, you know make the woman sit with the doctor and or a clinical psychologist for getting them prepared address their issues what are they actually worried about right what uh, and then we can uh, you know optimize the health so basically treat each other with a lot of empathy and yeah, uh, sensitivity yeah. very mental nice. fitness is most important as yeah. a couple they have to be mentally strong the bond has yeah, to the, be great. yes yeah. <laughs> okay um say for example uh, you know counseling is not available as an option because of you know some pressure from the family there is stigma around mental health also right uh, yeah. so are there any ways in which a patient can cope with anxiety and manage their emotional mental health issues in times when uh, it's not available to them counseling is not available to them okay see uh, if uh, counseling is not available or there is a stigma that okay uh, if you go to counseling you would you know sometimes you feel that there is some mental disorder huh. uh, you can always talk to your doctor you can always talk about the stress anxiety and let the doctor decide whether you need a clinical intervention or you can just be uh, good with counseling right. along with that some level of maybe uh meditation uh, joining mm-hmm. some clubs reading books and relieving the stress knowing the uh, the scientific aspects of every every problem gives them answer so i usually tell the uh, people who are like very stressed or anxious i tell if you know the diagnosis like if you have fever and if you know the diagnosis that it is malaria mm-hmm. then the doctor can treat it so diagnosis relieves the uh, 50% of anxiety is there only that what is a problem most of the times uh, couples go for fertility treatments as like they try naturally then they do iui iui then they go for ivf because nothing is working but right. most of the time if you address the situation is what is the problem why why a couple is not getting pregnancy what are the weak points and how to make those weak points strong points hmm. is all game changing Right. and then the stress around fertility is not there i mean i completely understand a clinical depression a clinical then the person has to be of course going to a psychiatrist or right. uh, taking the medication and everything huh. but most of the time the uh, headaches or uh, the stress and everything is just yes. because of unawareness if they are aware and well prepared uh, the patients are uh, they go through fertility treatments very comfortably So basically it's all situational a lot of times it's not yes. really a deep seated yes. issue yeah, which is yeah. great. most of the times we would not label a person who is saying i'm stressed or depressed as a depression and go to a psychiatrist i would never do that we usually give time ah. for a person to heal it's all transient it's all situational yeah. and once we really make them understand the whole process um, a lot of anxieties and stress is reduced education is the way forward <laughs> yes yes uh, you know we speak a lot about uh, the 
women we speak a lot about the female the person who's going to carry the child but we generally tend to not talk about the husband or the male partner uh, or the yes. partner who's not going to yes. carry the yes. child uh, they tend to get sidetracked uh, quite often so how does counseling happen for uh, you know uh, the other partner psychological uh, issues in men are also very important definitely uh, most of the times what happens is uh, the male suppose he is giving a semen count and no count is okay hmm. we consider that everything is okay but it is not so hmm. there can be some uh, hidden uh, undetected uh, self esteem issues if a person is having suppose a person is obese hmm. i'm talking about men right uh, husband factor yeah uh, is obese or is having a thyroid issue or having a uncontrolled diabetes hmm. these all medical aspect also lead to lot of times erectile dysfunction sexual issues and then uh, these things are lot of times uh, unspoken by men because of uh, certain uh, barriers or uh, you know uh, we are sometimes not able to bridge the gap but yeah. these things uh, lead to a lot of uh, uh, self esteem issues or depression hmm. in men so if we uh, are going for fertility treatments we always and always address uh, do the evaluation of a man mm. uh, try to understand if there is any medical condition which is which can be corrected to boost their you know uh, sense of well being sense of self esteem and uh, their body image and uh, men also need a lot of psychological counseling when it goes to fertility and are they counseled separately at any given point of time at different stages of the procedure yes so um, it comes as uh, a couple counseling and an individual counseling uh, couple counseling when the issue is discussed well between husband and wife we usually do a couple counseling and try to address the problem sometimes mm-hmm. uh, we see patients who are having say there is a huge vaginismus like you know lady is not able yeah. to allow the intercourse but sometimes the vagina i mean there's no problem with the perineal part and the husband is not is having some erectile dysfunction mm. so unless we sit with a couple we are not able to you know we have to be able to figure out where is the problem and correct it there are treatments available for all these uh, issues actually it's just about their openness and uh, you know trust in the doctor to share this so very private issue yeah. with them wow tough job uh, you guys do a, i mean it's just such a tough job it, i'm now realizing about empathy yeah it's all about yeah. rather than empathy it has to be more about understanding uh, this and being in this field has changed my perspective towards life <laughs> yeah so uh, my last question and you know you've yeah. already responded to this uh, previously um there are there are other family members also who can offer support uh, you know during the course of the treatment um but a lot of times we also realize that friends who are more like family are the ones that you yes, know are our yes. go to people so how can they get involved and are they allowed to even you know be a part of maybe a counseling session or two uh, how is their involvement effective uh, for a couple uh, so uh, we have seen a lot of times women coming for fertility treatment and the best friend accompanying them ha i feel very nice because i can see a support system self generated support system and we take it like we welcome it like nothing it's it's best thing but however when the couple comes suppose we are discussing about their fertility issues we have to understand their openness 
some people do want to discuss with the friends some people don't want to discuss with anyone because there is certain level of self esteem or maybe social uh, unawareness of popular in society mm. uh, sometimes you know so we have to look at the couple but if they have friends and family uh, part of the process it is very nice mm. when we are talking about the process we usually discuss the personal private issues as a husband and wife only and when uh, for the further treatments we call in the uh, friends and family and uh, right. of course we always uh, tell them scientifically that what we are doing is uh, it's just a treatment it's just a, like any other specialty like it is heart, cardiac it is heart it is gi surgery it is just like a fertility like you know uh, yeah. we are baby doctors so they understand baby doctors well. that's so yeah. cute <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i get it so uh, just to sum it all up you know at this point uh, mental well being of the couple of you and your partner it plays a very very critical role in determining the success yes, yes, of the yes. ivf treatment and it should be taken as seriously you know as we take our physical health also emotional support from the family is quite a bonus point but just in case you don't get it please feel free to reach out to your friends wherever yeah. you feel safe heard uh, you know supported like uh, dr neelam said they should be your go to emotional sounding boards i'd say thank you so much dr neelam i would like to summarize this you know uh, absolutely yeah a couple who is undergoing suppose going for fertility Hmm. they have to be uh, talking to the doctor from two aspects one hmm. is suppose uh, there are few uh, patients who are having coexisting uh, mental uh, and adjustment depression like clinical um, mm-hmm. uh, diagnosis so hmm. if there is a clinical diagnosis we have a team of psychologists uh, the counselors and it is all confidential there will be no stigma around it and right. we try to optimize and even with pre-existing suppose somebody is taking antidepressant somebody is taking anti-anxiety medication we adjust the medication accordingly and the couple can go for pregnancy and most of the times i have seen the the need of this medication is reduced quite a bit when they have the you know pregnancy mm-hmm. the other group is not having major clinical problems but mm-hmm. they are having uh, social financial religion mm-hmm. health and body image issues because of hormonal imbalances these right. things have to be categorized specifically by a clinician and according to that we have to give inputs to a counselor and also of course do some medical interventions to correct those problems uh, medically and optimize the health and emotional well-being before going for an ivf that's so nicely put uh, dr neelam i mean uh, it's it's such a it's such a nice way in which you uh, put this it just makes me feel like there is space for everybody there is support and space and empathy for all kinds of couples that can come forth for an ivf yes. treatment again thank you so much it warms my heart to be doing this and interview I, with I, you so it was it was most amazing time and i really enjoyed interacting with you see you soon I thank guess. you thank you so much that's it for this episode we'll be back with another one super soon until then chin up yaar aur koi bhi sawal ho to reach out to us at hd health shots or at hd smartcast we are present on facebook instagram twitter youtube clubhouse linkedin you name it to listen to more such podcasts log on to htsmartcast.com or suno naye nazariye se
are listening to Health Shots brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.